But anyway. I forgot Johnny Depp was in this movie when I rewatched it, by the way. I forgot too. <laughs> anyway, we are recording. <laughs> is it already on? <laughs> this is the Utterly Horrific Podcast. I am Dagger, sidekick to the wonderful Pac-Man. Uh, he's no sidekick. I am the sidekick to the one and only Dags. <laughs> well, welcome once again to the Utterly Horrific Podcast, the podcast that talks about horror stuff, including movies, cryptids, nights alone, and the streets. <laughs> Trick or treating. That's pretty scary. <laughs> yeah. Trick or treating. Uh, it, it, it's Halloween every night of the year here on the podcast. But yeah. anyway, how has your week been? It's been all right. Um, I finished the last of my Halloween-inspired uh, candy from Reese's uh, and picked up some new, no, some holiday ones now. Kind of sad. <laughs> While everyone was putting up their decorations, I was still living in the Halloween moment. How's your week been? Uh, it was okay. I was pretty busy actually. Uh, this the past couple of week, the past couple of days. Uh, it's just been like doing a lot of housework and uh, visiting family because uh, yeah. had to deal with uh like family issues. But it's all right. Uh, my little nephew uh is a brat he's a year <laughs> he's a year old and i'm the only one he won't call my name so Aww. whatever he's a brat we <laughs> love him i hope years from now he listens to this what's up brat no, i'm kidding <laughs> <laughs> it's cool we supposedly love him anyway <laughs> but you know what's cool about him hmm. he's a year old and there are words he can't say yet, obviously, but yeah. he can use sign language. That's really cool. Like when he's thirsty, he'll he'll do the sign for drink water, or he'll if he's still hungry, he'll do the sign for more. That's impressive, and that's kind yeah, of cool. But, and I hope, yeah, I hope he continues on with it. Mm -hmm. But I also hope that it doesn't discourage him from actually speaking because he can communicate in a different way. No, I I don't think it would discourage him, but that's kind of a cool, like, I hope he, like you said, I hope he does continue it. Cause that'd be a cool thing to have in his back pocket to know that type of, you know? Yeah. He's just watching like these, like nursery rhyme, you know, YouTube videos. No Barney. I don't know what they are, but it's like <laughs> some lady that, signs everything while uh, speaking so he's picking up the signs faster than the, the actual spoken language which is cool i hope yeah. it continues maybe i'll watch it <laughs> but, I, but i've already already engineered to like just talk <laughs> i know i know i know uh that's pretty much it uh what else have i been doing i'm trying to uh get rid of all like the clothes i don't wear it's like a nightmare dude you donate them or do you uh sell it i kind of want to sell some of them because they're all in good condition yeah i think i'll put them on like depop or something like that for a week 
mm-hmm. or a, maybe a week or two. And if they don't sell, I'll just donate them. Not take them to like one of those thrift store places, but actually like, you know, those uh, donation bins. I want to put them in that. Yeah. I, I did that the other <sighs> week with like figures I can sell, but also just like, I don't want to go through the hassle. So let me just donate it. Hopefully, you know, some other kid could have it. I donated a bunch of Pokemon cards. Yay. Yeah. Get rid of get rid of the Pokemon cards. There we go. <laughs> I wasn't saying anything. Uh-huh. Pokemon At some point cards. we're gonna find like a horror inspired Pokemon episode or something. Oh, I'm sure there will be one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there will be. Um But anyway. Enough banter. Yeah. Any news? Yes. So we had talked about this prior uh, on our Instagram, but Saw is getting another another movie in the franchise. Saw 11's confirmed. So Lionsgate uh, per Variety.com. Uh, Lionsgate wants to play another game. Uh, studio made a surprise announcement that Saw 11 um, will be is official and it's in, it's in, it's confirmed and. They're looking at September 27th, 2024 release date. I'm curious if they can actually do that that fast. Because I don't even know anymore like what what production is for movies anymore. Because I used to think, oh, it's a year in advance. But like, this is saying, what is that? I mean, that's kind of a year, right? But, but when did they start shooting? Because basically the actors just got out of a strike. Yeah. But... If if they're penciling in September, then this is announced recently, so they probably have it, and you know, probably set that like we we're gonna get we got all the actors, uh, penciled in for this time frame. So it, this is the release date. I don't think hopefully it doesn't get pushed back because I'm we're in favor of fall horror movie releases, just like yeah, we had this time. Yeah, I'm definitely in favor for another Saw movie, especially if it comes, you know, out in the fall. And especially if it is as good or going to be as good as the previous or Saw 10. Yeah. I mean, like, we will see. Yeah. To get it a year later is pretty fast, man. <laughs> I would have expected two, a two-year mm-hmm. turnaround time. Yeah, in the Variety article, it says, like, uh, coming 371 days after Saw Wait, what? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I was, I, was, I was looking at the article. They're talking about some other times where they released Saw, like, right after another one. So Saw 3D, I think, came out, and then Saw 6 came out, like, only, like, a little over a year after. So they they pumped these out pretty fast, but I'm looking forward to it. I hope it's as good, and I hope it doesn't water it down, you know? I hope it takes the scream route, where it it just keeps getting better. I hope so, too. All right. Anyway, for my bit of news, I think, actually, I know I've mentioned this on the podcast before. But there is going to be a new alien, Romulus. Uh, there is a release date now, August yeah. 16, 2024. Uh, the thing is, they don't know much about the plot, apparently. Hmm. Which is, like, bothering me. It's like, usually there's some inkling of what the plot's going to be like if they're, you know, stating some kind of release or giving some kind of a hint. Yes, like synopsis or something like that. Yeah, something. Now, here's the thing, though. I'm hoping that Ripley is not in this movie. 
Why is that? I'm hoping it spawns away from Ripley and somebody else comes along that can battle aliens. Yeah, because you don't want to keep dipping back into that well and just keep getting... Yeah. I mean, I love the Ripley character, but, you know, I think after Resurrection, they were already trying to get away from that. But still, just stay away from Ripley. Um... (laughs) I want like a really scary alien movie. I would like to th- this alien movie to be the aliens winning, the xenomorphs winning versus <laughs> humans. Put a twist That'd be on a good it. Twist. Yeah. Especially since how powerful they are. How are humans able to beat them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, who knows? Because we're, I don't know, <laughs> endearing. Uh... <laughs> no, we're the pests. Yeah. All right, and I have one more bit of news. Let's go. So, this one, I don't know if I actually want it to happen, Hmm. but The Exorcist Deceiver um, actually already has a release date of April 18, 2025. No way. Really? Yeah. So, I was thinking that since the... uh, Exorcist that came out this year yeah. bombed. I would have thought that they would have like, you know, reconsidered this. Yeah. But apparently it's not. It's on the calendar for spring 2025. Now, Exorcist Believer opened at number one at the box office. But it's lower than expected numbers, though. They didn't get the returns that they wanted. Right. I I think word of mouth got out that people weren't really satisfied with the movie. Yeah. So like the begin the the opening weekend, like the Thursday, Friday, everybody saw it and then boom. It sucked. It was sad. But we talked about it. It was it it, it was kind of it was kind of boring. Yeah. It- it it underwhelmed. Well, yeah, it underwhelmed in a lot of ways, right? <laughs> yeah, it was. But that I, it is what it is. Okay, I was looking at. So I want to just go look real quick, see what the budget and box office was. I was looking at the wrong one. I was looking at the original Exorcist. I'm like, whoa. But no, yeah, you're right. The, I mean, it it budget was thirty mil, one thirty six. It made at the box office, so it made money, but it probably not as much as they were expecting. I think they were hoping for a $300 million weekend. At least, yeah. Yeah. Considering how other uh, premieres have been this year, and they want it to, you know, be back to blockbusters like it was Mm pre-COVID, where every release was like, ooh, $300 million. I don't think that's ever going to happen. Yeah, those days are kind of behind with those even billion-dollar ones. I mean, they're rare, but yeah. I think Oppenheimer and Barbie this year were like the big anomalies. Yeah, because what Marvel stuff came and not even Guardians. Well, Guardians was like eight hundred mil, but that was like an established thing. It couldn't even break a billion. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? I, I wish I knew how uh, they forecast movies and stuff like that. I wish yeah. I knew uh, when they were releasing movies or how uh, they come to the decisions. 
Yeah, like, why do they push it to Christmas time? Well, you know what I mean? Like, wouldn't you think they'd lose money? But maybe they're expecting people to go see the movie during the holidays. But yeah. I'm surprised that Exorcist got a sequel. I guess it's going to be a trilogy then, huh? Most likely. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to star the same people. Oh, no. They're going to save the girl from hell, and hopefully, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Because that, yeah. <laughs> now, this is a... You know, not in topic, but have you seen any previews for Blade? I heard about the video. Isn't there a video game coming out for Blade? Oh, maybe that was it. Yeah, people were talking about the game. I know what you're talking about. I I did not for the MCU one, no. I think they're still reworking that because the original (laughs) script was ass. (laughs) I mean, do you think Blade should even be rebooted? No, I don't think, and maybe it's because I have a, you know, it's not gatekeeping. It's kind of like a thing where it's like Wesley Snipes is played. And I, I appreciate that for what it was because it's hard to do something rated R under the Disney umbrella, like getting Deadpool rated R lives like pulling teeth, apparently, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's going to be weird seeing somebody else other than Wesley Snipes as Blade. I mean, I hope it does well. I'm a fan of the Blade character. Um, But if they're going to do a true reboot, like start from the beginning, Mm -hmm. don't let it be a continuation of the previous, you know, storyline. Yeah, and keep keep the horror aspect to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, because the, the, the original trilogy was actually like vampires yeah we saw vampires everywhere it was amazing it was cool but who knows i hope disney doesn't like (laughs) just you know oh you know they're gonna have (laughs) i i don't know i think they're gonna rethink a lot of things especially since these properties have been losing money i think and also, maybe if if we all show up to Deadpool because it's rated R, hopefully that might change their mind, you know? Oh, and speaking of Deadpool, what? since we're just talking about Marvel now anyway instead of horror movies. But we'll we get to it, guys. We'll get to it. Uh, so, Magic is apparently going to be there. Really? In Blade? Yeah. Ileana? The, uh... I, I gotta... Cyclo- uh Cyclops. Um, Colossus's sister. Yeah. I, were they, uh, not involved, but were they like featured together a lot in the comics? No. Hmm. Not from my recollection. Because Magic was a total New Mutants. Yeah. That's what which was, God bless Aunt Anya Taylor Joy. She's a great oh, she, actress. She played Magic. I forgot about that movie. <laughs> great actress overall but that movie was just horrible you didn't like it in the grand scheme of things no i didn't like it it was entertaining i saw it twice i i I didn't see it in the theaters i saw it streaming you know why i liked it it was like one of the first movies i saw during the pandemic i'm like oh we're back in the movies and then i was just like man that really wasn't that good but there was some horror aspects to it that'd be a nice one to actually talk about um, uh, I mean, I liked the comic books of the mm-hmm. New Mutants. I I really liked it. Um, and 
I I want to see Anya Taylor Joy succeed as you know a good strong female character in the Marvel universe. Yeah. But overall, I think there's no direction in the MCU any longer. They should either yeah. reboot the whole thing, you know, because after Endgame, that's it. It's done. Endgame should have been Endgame. That should have been done with. You know, if there's going to the be another man. Iron Man, make it another Iron Man. Don't, you know, uh, like <laughs> an Iron Man adventure. Don't like hearken it to, you know, Robert Downey Jr. D- just See, make make it for somebody else. Make it for like the new kids that are watching it. Or like pick another character. There's like a library of characters. I, my thought process with MCU was post Endgame, they should have taken like a Star Wars approach and just not touch that property for a few years. Like make the fans kind of like miss it. You know what I mean? Or don't like cater to the actual MCU fans. Start catering it to the new fans, the kids who are going to start watching it again. How long did MCU take? 12 years? Uh, yeah. 15 12. years? Something like that? 12, yeah. So the kids who watched Iron Man way in the beginning went through the whole, you know series but what's what is it phase seven right now (laughs) i mean the kids who are going to start watching these are going to have no idea what's going on because it's building upon things that happened 12 years ago yeah it's also like hey you want but that's like their selling point right like hey if you want to backtrack and watch these sign up for disney (laughs) plus yeah I understand. It's one, big mar- one big marketing ploy. But it's still, it's like, they should do something else. But... Animation. The, uh, the, yeah. <laughs> I bet if they animated everything, it would have been, it, it would be cool. It would have been cool and it would have done faster too. And there would be better storylines and the action sequences would be better because they can do stuff with animation that they can't do in live action. Yeah. And, <laughs> it's Keeping it in animation, you know what we should talk about one day? Uh, creep show. Because I remember there was like... Oh, was there is an a, animated creep show. There's an animated ver- part of the movie. Like, it's live action mainly, but there's animated parts to it, which is really cool. Or we can do, since we're on the Marvel topic, we can do Werewolf by Night. Ah. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I didn't even... I haven't seen all of it. Yeah, to be honest, I never really finished it. <laughs> I, I I really, yeah, I should. <laughs> I'm a fake fan, guys. <laughs> We're all fake fans. Yeah, <laughs> there are no like real fans of Marvel. Because how do you quantify reality? Like, yeah, how, how do you quantify like, which ones more? You know. Yeah. Uh, oh boy, I'm a fan of the comic books. Oh boy, I'm just a fan of the MCU. Yeah. Or oh boy, I'm just a fan of collecting action figures. <clears throat> you can't quantify. <laughs> <laughs> who's the bigger fan right at you know this moment hmm. it, there's just the properties themselves are just too big it, there's just so many also it's like 
what if, what if um, I only like X-Men versus Spider-Man? Am I not a true Marvel yeah. fan? Yeah, you only like the mainstream characters, man. Yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh God, I I don't even know any. Oh, I, I, there could have been a, a speedball movie. God. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be horrible. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But hey, some meat. <laughs> we can talk about some meat. Anyway, today. It's some meat. Today, we are talking about A Nightmare on Elm Street. Ooh. Ooh. The nightmare. <laughs> yeah. So, this was a long time coming. Uh, I'm surprised that we actually waited this long to watch it, but there were other movies that we wanted to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, this movie came out in 1984. God. Damn, dude. That's about to be what, third? No. 40 years. years. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, 40 years. Woo. So here's some facts about this movie. Apparently, Wes Craven, who uh, directed this movie, um, put some biographical elements of his childhood in this movie. Really? Yeah. Um, what else? Apparently, it took him uh, a really long time to even sell this movie. So New Line Cinema, uh, when it was starting out, actually bought this movie. But the first studio to show interest was Walt Disney Productions. No. But they wanted it to tone it down. They wanted it to be family friendly. Hmm. Thank and God glad. they didn't sign it. <laughs> I know. Imagine having like a PG-13 nightmare on Elm Street. There would be no blood in this movie, which there's a lot, y'all. We'll get to that later. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Freddy Krueger is the obviously the main character. Uh, apparently, uh, England, uh, Robert England was not the first person really? to be cast. Yeah. Something like that. There was something going on with the casting. Uh, but one thing I wanted to talk about was the theme song. Hmm. It was based on one, two, buckle my shoe. Did you know that? Coming for you. No, I remember the song now. Yeah. One, two, but he's coming for you. Three, four, but sh- oh gosh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So those are some pretty cool facts. It's funny. Uh, that's the origin of it is one, two, buckle my shoe. Three, four. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, this is a pretty big hit, don't you think so? Yeah, like many... for the time, it grossed like 1.2 million during its opening weekend. Uh, the film eventually earned a total of 25 million U.S. and Canada, and 57 worldwide during its first release. And back in the 80s, this was huge money. What this was is its equivalent. I do not see the budget. Uh, hold on one second. Sorry, yeah, you I, said this I, is the, this is the equivalent of what? This is equivalent to like three hundred million now, probably Whew. the fifty-seven million worldwide. 
1984. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, considering this spawned, uh, <laughs> you know, a whole series. And in 2008, uh, Empire ranked A Nightmare on Elm Street 162nd on their list of the 500 greatest movies of all time. Really? That's yeah. Pretty, that's pretty good. And if you the had new... told me horror movies, I was like, that's a shitty list. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> it also was selected by the New York Times as the, one of the best 1,000 movies ever made. Wow. And that's high praise. That, it is. And the American Film Institute uh, for 100 Heroes and Villains, Freddy Krueger was number 40 for villain, which I think is pretty high. He could have been lower, I think. Like, like lower in terms of like higher up on the list. Yeah. He's pretty iconic, man. Like that hand with the... <laughs> the blade. The glove. Yeah. The glove. Well, those are some facts. Why don't you tell us what this story is about? So, the synopsis. In Wes Craven's classic slasher film, several Midwestern teenagers fall prey to Freddy Krueger a disfigured midnight mangler who preys on the teenagers in their dreams, which in turn kills them in reality. After investigating the phenomenon, Nancy begins to suspect that a dark secret kept by her and her friends, parents may be the key to unraveling the mystery. But can Nancy and her boyfriend, Glenn solve the puzzle before it's too late? Ooh, scary. <laughs> Answer <Sure>. no. <laughs> No kidding. <laughs> There's multiple films. The answer is no. I know. <laughs> I, I wish. Well, here's okay. Let's start from the. Let's you know discuss the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, love the beginning immediately. It was just like dream sequence. You didn't know it was a dream sequence, but it was like introduction mm-hmm. of one of the characters and Freddy right off the bat. Mm-hmm. And it was just like okay. This is going to be really scary. What did you think? So just from my experience from like using filters and stuff and photography, and I can kind of tell as a dream sequence just because they use this soft glow like aesthetic. Mm-hmm. And to me, that's like symbolizing dream or like, you know, 90, yeah. I guess in this case, but it's pretty or, creepy <laughs> or false, a false reality. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, so that was Tina who first had uh, the dream. And, Go uh, ahead. No, 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 my bad. Yeah, yeah. Well, so Tina first had the dream, but when uh, she was talking to, good Lord, I don't remember the characters' names right off the bat right now. I just remember yeah. Tina. Uh, Nancy. Yeah. her The main character. Uh, she started talking to her in school that she was having nightmares. Uh, and that's when uh, I believe they started talking about the sweater. Yeah. The striped sweater. Yeah. The, <laughs> the red and green striped sweater, mm-hmm. which just happens to be Christmas colors. It's just so faded that I forget the other parts of green. I remember the red part. I always thought it was red and black, but <laughs> All right. Um, I for Tina's death, I do like the silhouette of Freddy. You don't really get to see him, um, directly, so it still keeps that little anonymous to it. But 
Yeah, man. I right off the bat introducing that you get slashed in your dreams is pretty pretty scary. <laughs> there goes sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> Especially um yeah, it was a silhouette, it was under the covers. Mm-hmm. And then when I first saw this movie, like I don't know when it, I saw this movie. Um I thought that she was gonna die in her dream, but there was gonna be no physical thing shown Mm -hmm. but then it like came out where oh you could see the slash marks and stuff like that yeah so that was pretty cool Uh, i I, I just want to mention something glenn who's johnny depp apparently this is his first film ever (laughs) is it really yeah, I, I even looked at his IMDb, but I, I never, I forgot till we re, like rewatched this. I was like, that's Johnny Depp. <laughs> he was so young, dude. Yeah, man. Um, apparently, Charlie Sheen was uh, also considered for the role, but he wanted too much money. Figures. I, I don't know how it would have worked with Charlie, to be honest. I think it's I think it would have. Touch- yeah. I don't think it's a good character for him. No. Yeah. Uh, other actors like John Cusack, Brad Pitt, Kiefer Sutherland, Nicolas Cage have also been mentioned, apparently. Really? Yeah, but, you know, casting director didn't say anything. I, I gl- I'm glad <laughs> they, they went that route, because I think when you put like an established star, it kind of takes away from the other, like the overall storytelling, you know what I mean, and the other cast. Yeah. But who knows? Uh, Johnny Depp. It, it, it was Johnny Depp's character. I, I can't see John Cusack playing Glenn. I, I can't see John Cusack playing like a horror movie character <laughs> when he was like playing this nerdy dude in all those 80s movies. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it just doesn't fit. It, it didn't it doesn't fit his style. Uh-huh. So, I'm glad that they chose Johnny Depp. Me too. All right. Now, a- after Tina dies, uh, what was his name? Rod. Yeah. <laughs> what the a ju- name. Rod yeah. Lane. The cool guy with the leather jacket. Yeah. Uh, he gets pinched. He gets blamed for the death. Yeah, I don't get it, man. He's running because uh, Nancy's Nancy's dad, right? He he's the cop. Yeah. And when they arrest Rob, he's got like a a knife in his pocket. I'm like, what are you doing, bro? <laughs> it's like, and she died by blades. Like, come on. <laughs> now what's well? What's funny is well, not funny, but Rod also dies, but he died by hanging. After uh, Nancy visits him, or so I'm like, why didn't they blame Nancy for all these deaths? Yeah, she's always the common denominator. Yeah, yeah, because even during you know all the dream sequences, it's like she's the one that is portrayed to be like going crazy anyway. Or not crazy. We can't say crazy. She's like having altered realities. 
<laughs> yeah, she she can't. She's not sleeping. She can't sleep. They take her to a sleep center or a hospital to test her, and even they're freaking out because they're like, "I don't, I don't know what's going on," because it's like this never happens. Her brain's like acting, and they they pull the hat out. Yeah, of the dream, which. You know, they're in a hospital and a hat comes out. Come on, people. Something's going on. Yeah, and she, she like, how do you think she that got there? You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, suspend your, you know, the 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 logical thinking for a movie. But it's one of those things where you can't help but scratch your head, right? <laughs> but what if it happened in real life? Uh, don't scare me, bro. <laughs> Now we're now we're live. <laughs> Is it okay? Just to segue a little bit, if if like the two of us or and a couple of other people in our friend group just like start having the same dreams, uh, would that uh, freak you out? Hell yeah! There's actually <laughs> this. This leads to a good thing. It was an A twenty four production. I think I saw the trailer. It was a Nick Cage movie coming out where everyone ends up dreaming of him. But yeah. in those dreams, he ended up killing people. But nah, man, I'd freak out. Of course, <laughs> I'd be like, "Wait a minute, you had the same dream." But wouldn't you think that that would just be influenced by what we're doing, or where we like? Okay, like if we just all ate out, went out to eat one day, and we just dreamed about that place, wouldn't it just be coincidental? Not when it's your dream, no. If it's too similar, man, and a bunch of us had the same thing, I would I I would start being really skeptic about it. Who would you go to to like report this? Um, would you like would you like wait until all of us had the same dream again or the same similar dream again? Or would you like start boarding up your windows? We- so, respectfully, we have different philosophies. Like, I would pray like crazy. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't go to anyone yet, but I would pray like crazy. <laughs> and if not, I'm going to take a Benadryl to fall asleep. And then when you wake up the next day and you find out that we all had the same dream. <laughs> I'm going to cry. We're going yeah, mean... to record it on a podcast. And we're going to cry. <laughs> Would you freak out? Yeah, you would freak out. I would freak out. Hell yeah, I'd freak I'm out. I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna lie about. it. I'm gonna freak out. I'm gonna be like, w- "Did we do shrooms by accident?" And we all, you know, right? Like, did something, something get right? us high? Yeah. <laughs> or did we drink some chemical? Like, yeah, something. <laughs> That's why I think the premise of this is scary because we had talked prior to us recording, like. Yeah, we mentioned like for nowadays and our in hindsight, it's kind of goofy, uh, the theatrics of it. But mm-hmm. the concept's scary because it's in your when you have to sleep. You know, everyone sleeps. <laughs> so, the, oh God, hey, it's, <laughs> it's not about, God you need to pray no, 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 to. J- j- hey, man. <laughs> well, I mean, it would be God that you just, have to just, pray to. Just like just thinking about that, like. You can't even sleep because because she tries to take some caffeine in this movie and try to stay awake and stuff. Yeah, all those pills. Yeah, but you know it's not going to work. 
Pills don't work, man. I've tried it because I've there I've had bouts of like insomnia and I'm like, I really need to get some sleep and I've taken some sleeping pills, mm-hmm. like prescribed, and I still couldn't fall asleep. For real? Yeah. What about uh those like gummies you can get the serotonin? Is that what it is? Or melatonin, I don't know which one. Melatonin. Melatonin sorry. <laughs> <laughs> melatonin. Uh I've never tried it. Oh, okay. Maybe I should try it. Zinc and melatonin. But I want something that would prevent me from dreaming. But I don't think there's a way to prevent yourself from dreaming. No, there isn't. Uh, Freaky, right? Yeah. Because it's happening in the dreams. I've been saying it wrong the whole time. I was looking at serotonin versus melatonin. Because Sarah Tun helps you stay awake. Yeah. I thought so. <laughs> uh oh. Oh no. Here it comes. Well, well, all of a sudden, so this freaked me out because Ooh. all of a sudden my Siri started talking. Oh no. Back to Freddy Krueger. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like my phone started talking to me. I'm like, what is going on? And my phone is like an arm's length away. So this is the end of this podcast because now <laughs> no other things are talking. Right. <laughs> All right. So, okay. Let's go back to this story. Uh, what do you think? Um, oh. What do you think about the confession? Um. Before we, sorry, before we go, can I mention one thing? Because yeah. there's a, the the bedroom scene with the walls. That was actually really good. Yeah, because I, I, I wanted to touch it before I forgot about that. I I really enjoyed that, and it's just really freaky how like it gets warped. Your your reality gets warped, and it's just like, oh. we've seen it replicated in other movies later on. Like, uh, what movie? I saw Conjuring something where it was the bed instead of the walls. But yeah, it, yeah. But just like the figure, like not fully penetrating. Like there's a barrier, but you can see like shape starting to happen yeah and he's just pushing through that was really good yeah you know what else was really good the bathtub scene yeah that's iconic where she's just like falling asleep then all of a sudden a glove comes out from the water mm-hmm. that is really iconic i i love that scene now Makes you never did- want to take a bath again <laughs> Did you know that uh, there's supposed to be like 15 year olds in this movie? The actors? Yeah. Yes. 15 or 16 year olds. (laughs) Yeah. Like when I read it again, I was like, really? They're 15 years old? I thought they would be like seniors in high school. Especially Rod. Yeah. Dude looked like he was like 21. That's the funny thing when you when you look back at some of these eighties nineties shows or movies, they have like twenty year olds, twenty four year olds playing teenagers, and so when you get to that age, you're like, "Damn, I don't look like that." <laughs> oh, oh, so check this out. Huh. The budget for this movie was only one point one million, and That's it made really... fifty. Yeah, it made fifty seven in the box office. So it made five hundred times its budget. That's pretty yeah, good. so that's pretty awesome. Or 50 times. I don't know. I'm really <laughs> off on math right now. He's got me thinking about <laughs> dreams. <laughs> 50 times. 
especially uh, five hundred. So, hat, hat from the the hospital mm-hmm. with a name Fred Krueger written on it gets pulled into the real world. What do you think? What do you think about the confession? What did Marge say? What did she say? To... <laughs> about like how he ended up the way he was? Yeah. So, basically, he... So, here's the thing. Freddy Krueger himself was a victim. Well, he was a villain, but he was also a victim at the same time. Uh-huh. He got burned to death by the supposedly good guys. Well, yeah. So this is just, so is he just like a vengeful ghost? Yeah, because I'm thinking of the. Uh, so I I I don't know if you ever saw the remake that was done in 2010. No, I did not see it. Okay, so I remember in that movie they painted him where he was like, oh my god, he was done wrong by the people. He got burned alive. But then you find out he was accused of like multiple rapes. Yeah. And so it's like, really, they, they did the right thing. <laughs> well, I don't know that the right, they still let the judicial system handle it, but. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Fred, Freddy comes alive again. And, you know, they all fall asleep. Yeah. Um, Glenn. What did you think of Glenn's death? I thought it was pretty rad. <laughs> he's like he's watching TV, and then all of a sudden, um, the blood splatter. That's what we're talking about. How like this wouldn't have happened if it was under Disney's umbrella. Yeah, that was a lot of blood. There was more blood shown there than the human body had. <laughs> it was like gallons of it. Yeah, like, it's like all shooting right. up. Yeah, it was like a yeah, it was like a fountain. You know, if if he was gonna go out, at least he went out in an epic way. So, talk to me about how Nancy wins. So, was it even a win? No, because there's other movies. <laughs> I mean, she makes booby traps around the house. Uh huh. Yeah. Grabs Freddy. Out of the dream world, and they're burning him. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, so Kruger and Marge vanish into the bed. But I never, I, I never really understood that. But I guess, but... <laughs> I guess Marge had to die somehow. You know, well, yeah, because she's guilty of holding the secret from what's going on to them, so that's kind of her just do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I think it was kind of whack how he kind of just evaporates, though. <laughs> what do you think about the very end, though? Oh, he's still alive. So here's the thing: is the whole thing. Just the whole movie, Nancy's dream, like foreshadowing what was going to happen, like at the end, because throughout the like all her friends died, uh-huh. 
And then all of a sudden at the end, they came back. You know? Yeah. I don't Or am I reading too much into this? There's got to be, there's a, there's a twist here somewhere that I'm not seeing like that I might've missed in the movie, but I think the whole thing is a dream sequence. You think so? Oh shit. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think the whole thing's a dream sequence. And then the actual story starts at the end of the movie. And then continues on other movies. Yeah. That would be pretty twisted. What is there anything on Wes Craven's part that like explains the ending? I looked it up. I I couldn't really find anything. Okay. It could be just like a secret. But the because, thing is, yeah, I ahead, can see please. why you why you think it's a dream sequence because like it still has a kind of soft glow sort of touch to it. Yeah. Like, but I do like the jump scare though. <laughs> Oh, like the the door sucking in Marge. Yeah, which was funny as hell because it looked like a prosthetic doll. <laughs> Getting it from yeah, oh, yeah, and they're all yelling, "Mom, mom!" Yeah. Well, Ugh. then the girls are still jump roping. <laughs> well, yeah, the girls are jump roping to Freddie's song. <laughs> yeah, and isn't it eerie that she kept singing that song throughout the movie? Hmm. So this something, is... so we, there was something going on like behind the scenes that we were never allowed to like learn about. Like what? Like it's a dream sequence. Like this is, this is not re- the whole thing wasn't reality. So the entire experience that they had and everything was just dream. Yeah. It, it's kind of like Inception, dude. Yeah, because the yeah, I could see that. You know what this jump scare kind of reminded me of? Uh, one I don't think we've touched on yet, but the Friday the Thirteenth. No, we have never touched on any Friday the Thirteenth movie. But the ending of it, where he comes out of the water, that kind of reminds me of the jump scene. Where <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. Watch. That is that is very true. Did Wes Craven do that? No, he didn't. No. Do it. It's like they had this formula. (laughs) Yeah. I don't remember who did it. Uh But, I mean, how many body bags would you give this movie? Not, and we have to consider the time it was made. Right. We can't, you know, it's like, I understand some parts of it were cheesy, but we have to take into account. It was made during this time. 1984. Classic ones like this, I give because it's the first, I give four body bags out of five. Yeah, I would give the same thing. Yeah. Um, I found it really scary when I first watched it when I was a kid. Now, I don't find it scary at all. There are, there are scarier movies. Especially now that I'm like, looking at it, like during one of the first chase scenes, the way that Freddy's running is really goofy. It is, but if it was you in that dream and he was running to you like that, I would kick him in the balls. Oh, here we go. <laughs> you know, I'd probably, I'd probably piss my pants and be like, "What the hell is going on?" Yeah. No, I, I think, yeah, hindsight stuff like that looks cheesy, 
Uh, but it's a scary concept, man. Like we touched on it earlier. <laughs> like we're about to fall asleep here in a little bit, but like... I know. Don't mess with dreams, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> I mean, it... don't sing the song. What? There are scarier movies, mm-hmm. but they don't. I don't think they l- left as big a legacy as this movie. No. So much so that, like, there's only a handful of slasher films that had this many follow-ups after it, you know? I mean, if we want to name the slasher... Okay, Friday the 13th, Mm -hmm. Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, and I guess to an extent, Chucky. We don't count Chucky. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. No. It, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I understand that he belongs in that same genre to an extent. Yeah. But it's th- those five. And I said, did we say Saw? No, no. I was wondering if we were going to say Saw, but no, we didn't say Saw. I think Saw would have been the next generation. Yeah. I think Freddy, Jason, and Michael, and I... Leatherface belong. In a whole different league, they, yeah. They they're like the originators, and then saw spawned out of the the, the originator scene. I think that's why we have such a uh, like a fascination of these because they're kind of like origins. Like we grew up with these uh, characters. <laughs> like it's a good thing these are scary ass characters, <laughs> but, but yeah. I, they they so, they birthed the future of stuff like this. Yeah. And then I guess Ghostface. Sorry, we didn't mention Scream. Yeah. Oh Scream. yeah, Ghostface also. Yeah. So, but but we didn't mention in the Scream episode that Ghostface is was the embodiment of all those original characters. He like resurrected slashers. True. We need now, a crossover. Yeah. <laughs> now here's the thing. Hmm. Who's scarier, Freddy or Jason? And we're not even bringing Freddy versus Jason into this movie. I was about to say this discussion. Uh, Who's scarier? Or Michael? I I still gotta say the the dream, bro. Like in the like in if we're talking in the movie sphere, like we're in that world. The dream, Freddy's the scariest because you, at least with Michael and Jason, you have a chance to survive. You're awake. Say that or... again. Say that again. You cut. You cut out for a second. Oh, sorry, my bad. Can you hear me now? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, I was gonna say in that specific sphere, like the movie sphere, if we're talking that world, like if we're put there, and they said, "Here's three characters. Who are you most afraid of?" I would still say Freddy, man. The the dreams because with at least with Michael and Jason, you have a chance to survive. Whereas Freddy, you're in your dreams. <laughs> yeah, you could bring that's him to true. So I think, I think Michael would be the easiest to beat because he's he's a real life character. Mm-hmm. Like, there's nothing supernatural about it. Yeah. Jason would be the second most difficult because he is a supernatural character. And then Freddy. It's it's like almost impossible to be because he's all in your head, right? <laughs> and Leatherface, oh, from Texas, 
Yeah. He would be the easiest, in my opinion, actually, before Michael, because you can just shoot him. We mean the... easy. We mean easy in the, the the fact that we're in the movie. We have all the weapons. We can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's like, yeah, dude. And the glove is very, very unique. Mm-hmm. It's up close and personal. It's pretty iconic. It's still being sold at Halloween stores everywhere during Halloween. Even the sweater is being sold. Is it really? Yeah. I think I had something similar to that one time when I was in high school, but thankfully the stripes were like navy blue. <laughs> Didn't look completely like red. No, I re- yeah, I remember that sweater being sold at a lot of places. Oh. Even in the last 10 years, I've seen it being sold. It's pretty iconic. It's as iconic as the Michael Myers mask. Yeah, or the hockey mask for Jason. That's true. I think it's funny that Simpsons parried this with Groundskeeper Willie for an episode. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I think that's all that we need to say about this movie. Yeah. We both we both liked it. We're both gonna maybe watch the Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two. Yeah, I saw a bunch of those on syndication growing up on UPN. <laughs> so, well, one last thing about Freddy. Um, and this might spoil a a lot of things for some people. Did you? F- have any type of disappointment in the la- the latter movies especially Freddy versus Jason cuz I did yeah so I saw that entering freshman year and I I thought it was funnier it was more funny than scary to me yeah it, it was a comical movie and I think it should have been. What I think if it was done right nowadays, it'd take be taking a little bit more serious approach. Yeah, because I think the Freddy character became comedic relief mm-hmm. versus the scary character. I mean, because Jason, where whatever movie he's portrayed in, he's taken as a really serious character because he doesn't say anything anyway. Yeah, so he's just this strong big huge tall foreboding character yeah then when he fought freddy there was that scene where freddy turned him into like a whimpering kid with a mask on i'm like "Ah." yeah they may yeah i so it was disappointing i would say if you since you haven't seen it i would watch the remake of nightmare on elm street in 2010 okay I'll, i'll give it a try all right so that's it for nightmare on elm street before we leave, any recommendations? Uh, that. <laughs> I mentioned it. I would re- recommend watching that remake. Um, oh, that. Yeah, that's true. Uh, there's another one I had in my mind. But I f- you want to go give yours and I'll see if I can backtrack yeah. on mine. So, uh, I don't know what's going on with Godzilla right now. But Godzilla Minus One is an amazing movie. Especially if you like kaiju stuff or Godzilla stuff. It is amazing. In fact, it got it's getting a nomination for best movie. No way, really? Yeah. 
Could've which is this. amazing for a Japanese movie. Yeah. It, it, did you you already saw it, right? Yeah, but I'm I'm gonna watch it. I want to watch it again. Is it, it dubbed or subtitles? <laughs> subbed. I saw it subbed. Okay. I don't know if any of the other theaters are dubbed, hmm. but I saw it at an arts theater. Is it scary or is it just like action packed? Like it's action packed. Okay. But it's it falls into a horror anyway because it's a kai it's kaiju it's a monster movie. Yeah. Yeah, I I think it's pretty brilliant. I love Godzilla. Um, they're extending the release of it because of how well it's been doing. Good. So, if you want to catch it, I want to see it again. Uh, let's hell, let's just see it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it's I thoroughly recommend it. Now, if you don't have a chance to see this in the theaters, um, wait for it on streaming. But everybody should also watch uh, Shin Godzilla because that's another uh, amazing Godzilla movie that everybody should watch. Shin Godzilla? Okay. Yeah. All um, right. Oh, here's my... It, it's not really... I guess it would fall in lines of horror if it was a real thing. I saw on 2B TV the other day Red Dawn from 2012 and it was like the remake version it was, except instead of I think it was Russians the original one it was like North Koreans invading the US and taking over the town it's, it's, I mean, it's a scary concept to think about but it was so silly and awful like the acting and stuff like that if you want a bad movie stuff, time to kill I'd recommend that Red Dawn Come on, nobody can be the first Red Dawn, dude. I, I know, I know. Come it's on, one Patrick of those... Swayze was in it. This one had Thor, though. Chris, Chris Hemsworth was in this. <laughs> but, come on, man. I know, I know. <laughs> Patrick Swayze was in it. I know, Patrick Swayze's the man. <laughs> he is. Yeah. Sadly. Rest in peace. Yeah. Rest in power. Mm-hmm. All right, that's okay. it for now. Oh, one last thing. Uh, we are going to be recording one more episode after this, and then we're going to be taking a break for the holidays. Uh, I hope you all can understand that. But we all have families. We all have work. And we just want to take a break. We've been watching too many movies lately, <laughs> and our eyes are burning. All right? So stay spooky, everyone. No. <laughs>